0: And welcome to episode 8 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. I'm very excited today. I have a special guest with me. Uh, She trekked all the way over to my apartment, and it's my fiancé, Sam. Sam, how are you doing today?
1: I am excited to be here. (laughs) Great. This
0: is your podcast debut, right? You haven't secretly done anyone else's podcast without telling me? I have
1: never been on a podcast before.
0: Okay, except your voice was faintly in the background of the last episode when you were laughing at me. (laughs) So, episode 8 of Mitch Eats Food. Thanks everybody who's already subscribed. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music. You know all that already. We are going to talk about ice cream because it's Saturday morning and we just had some ice cream last Friday night at a place called Tipsy Scoop in Kips Bay in New York City. And this is a place that you discovered and I think you saw a video on Thrillist, right? I
1: saw a Thrillist video.
0: (laughs) That's how we find a lot of our places that we end up going to. So, the premise behind the place is that it's basically boozy ice cream and it's not just, like, booze-flavored ice cream. It's actual boozy ice cream. It's, I think, 5% ABV is what they said in the video, right? So um, so do you want to tell everyone about, uh, about Tipsy Scoop and sort of your first impressions when we got there?
1: Well, my first impression when I got there is that I loved it, that they called themselves a barler, like an ice cream parlor, but mm-hmm. barler. I love a good pun. Sure. Um, and the flavors on the menu looked awesome I think right away I knew I wanted to get the dark chocolate whiskey salted caramel um, yeah but then I sampled a couple of others because they looked really good
0: yeah so we got there at like eight o'clock on a Friday night and there was a huge line actually it wasn't even a line there were just like people hanging out outside I think eating and then inside it's kind of like this tiny little place and there was a big line and it's one of those places where they're like move up we got to keep the door closed and you're like jam-packed in there waiting uh, with these people but the line probably we were no, say no longer than five 10 I feel minutes. like
1: my personal space was invaded. Ooh, it okay, was just our, full. our first
0: disagreement. It was <laughs> it was full. It was a it was a full. It was a crowded room. I would say, um, but definitely worth. It wasn't a, a super long wait. So we got there at like eight o'clock on a Friday night, and they were already sold out of a couple flavors. But I think luckily uh, they were not sold out of anything that we wanted to try. So we did the same thing. We both got some samples. Um, which uh, which which flavors did you sample?
1: I sampled the. Cake batter vodka martini and the red velvet martini, mm-hmm. uh, both very good. Um, something that I noticed about all the flavors was that there was a really good balance of the flavors. Like it tasted like ice cream and the chocolatey, red velvety, cake battery stuff that it was supposed to taste like, but you could also taste the alcohol in it. So it was exactly what you would expect by reading the description.
0: Yeah, and we said the same thing about the consistency too, mm-hmm. which is that it. Felt like real ice cream. It wasn't like more liquid. I thought mine started to melt a little bit faster than typical ice cream, although you didn't have the same problem. I I think that was in your head, just because you know that
1: ice cream has a lower melting point. (laughs) Sure.
0: (laughs) Um, So I actually I tasted the mint chocolate chip, just like a little the plastic scoop, and I was like a little bit worried at first. So the that flavor is called the spiked mint chocolate chip, and I still don't know what kind of booze was in it because most of them said, but that one didn't, and I was a little bit worried because it tasted kind of like normal mint chocolate chip but then I got my actual scoops and I was much happier with the it. The menu
1: says that it was infused with creme de menthe and oh, chocolate liqueur. Yeah. Oh all see of them say, I was looking
0: at the big board on the wall see, and the then menus. you were looking at the menu that was like printed out that we were. That, yeah it yeah.
1: had a stack of menus and it had so a description of what was in each flavor.
0: It was good it was minty. I think I already knew what flavors I wanted and I do this at ice cream places all the time. I knew what flavors I wanted and uh, you ask for the sample and I sort of do the thing where I'm I'm pretending that I'm thinking about getting it, and I think everyone has. <laughs> and then it's like, well, you know what? I'll just get the ones that I wanted to begin with. So I got two scoops. I got the uh, also the dark chocolate whiskey salted caramel, and then I also got a scoop of the strawberry rhubarb bourbon. And I'm happy to say that I liked both of them more than the mint chocolate chip. The mint chocolate chip I thought was good. It just tasted like good mint chocolate chip. Maybe if I'd had more of it, I would have uh, tasted more of the booze, but it's really nice. You taste into it or you, you take your first bite and you really do taste the booze like you said, uh, where it's like a nice balance and uh so like it was fun getting the one whiskey and the one bourbon because i don't even know that i could really articulate the difference between whiskey and bourbon in the taste i like both but it was interesting you you took a bite into one and i said oh yeah that's whiskey and the other one and i was like oh that's bourbon and the strawberry rhubarb was really good i think that i preferred the taste of the dark chocolate salted caramel just because it's hard not to love a dark chocolate salted caramel to me that's just like a great ice cream flavor but i think if i wanted something sort of like indicative of the place and a good example of what a boozy ice cream is. You know, I might not have eaten a pint of the strawberry rhubarb bourbon, but I thought the taste of that was just really cool and I'm glad I tried it. And that's, to me, a bigger part of like the experience of going to a place
1: like this. One of the coolest things about the place, which we didn't actually do, was the flights that they had. So you could get a flight, like a flight of a beer, except you could pick four of the ice cream flavors and they came in like, these little bowls that were a little bit bigger than a shot glass, and the rim was lined with uh, chocolate and sprinkles. Yeah, and they and were served
0: on paddles, like were, when you get like an a actual real flight. beer flight at a place. Yeah. And it's like the paddle with the four little slots. Yeah, and, and we thought about that. I think I'm okay that we went with the scoops. Um, but if I went back, if to go back, I might go with the I would the do flights. the flight. Yeah. Um, let's see. We are... Oh, so the, the last thing that I'll say, I... Uh, everyone had they gave me the wooden spoons and this has nothing to do with this place I just want to say for the record that I'm anti-wooden spoon I just don't like them and I know that places like you know when you're a kid and you get like the little water ice thing it has like the wooden I've just I've always hated that I think that's
1: why I like the wooden spoon Mm. I don't Typically, I don't like the feeling of wood, yeah. um, obviously, like to eat on. of. like depressors
0: at the yeah, doctor's office but always But I nuts. like
1: those little wooden spoons for ice cream because I think it makes me nostalgic for those ices and mm. those Dixie cups as a kid, which you ate with the wooden paddle. So
0: here's my pro tip. I got the, the sample, and they gave me the little plastic spoon, and then I kept that, and I used it. So if you're anti-wooden spoon, like hang on I on am, your sample. get spoon. a sample, hang on to your sample spoon, and it'll be a lifesaver. Um, the other thing, and so that was, so, um, we ate there, and they also have a lot of take-home stuff. They had actual, they had pints to could take home. We decided not to. And they had cakes, right, where you could order an yeah. ice cream cake. I think it said on the wall you have to order it five days in advance. They had ice cream and,
1: sandwiches we could have gotten to, which I that. seriously considered, but yeah. didn't um, do that.
0: The cake, I, so here, my overall take on the place, I liked it, and I thought it was really good. I would not plan my night around going there. I don't think that I would trek a long distance, but I think that if I'm already down in that part of the city, I would happily go there in a second to go back. Mm -hmm. But of all the things, I will say I'm curious to try a cake and even if I'm not in a rush to plan another night around getting down there, I think ordering a cake like a week in advance and having that for some sort of occasion, that's an idea that I'm definitely noted. on board with. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's, that's the reason you're here. <laughs> so for my next birthday, if you surprise me with, uh, with the strawberry bourbon rhubarb cake, uh, I'm into it. Um, all right, any last thoughts on Tipsy Scoop Barler before we get out of here?
1: I think that pretty much covers my thoughts.
0: Okay. Well, uh, Sam, thanks for joining me. This was fun. I've been threatening for many episodes that we were going to have you on. Since before you started uh, the podcast. (laughs) It took until eight, uh, but we finally have you because I think you're going to be a regular since you've probably (laughs) eaten six of the eight meals with me, I'd say. I think that's about right. So uh, so we'll definitely have you on. This was fun uh, turning my fiance into a podcast star (laughs) here. But thanks everyone who has subscribed and followed already. You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play Music, please go write a five-star review and uh, leave a rating in iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast. You can also tell all your friends. Uh, That's that's the other best way. And especially people who are in the city, I think I traveled a lot for the first few episodes, but a lot of these are going to end up being New York City episodes. So if you've got friends in the city, you can tell them all about it. You can tell me where I should go next. You can join me for a meal if you want. That's fine. People are always welcome. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook if you want to see pictures. Uh, I'm at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. Last thing, you can email MitchEatsFood at gmail.com, and you can also crank through the old episodes. We're at eight, but they're short, so they're easy to get through. Thanks, everybody who's listened. It's been fun hearing from people who've enjoyed it already, and we'll be back with another episode soon. <laughs>